0: Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Stars' daily sports podcast. It's Friday, January 22nd, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Well, any mystery surrounding the availability of Patrick Mahomes, who spent the week in concussion protocol, was solved today when he announced he was playing in Sunday's AFC Championship game against the Buffalo Bills. Mahomes gave us the word on a conference call with reporters, and you'll hear the interview in its entirety. You'll also hear from Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. Then, after a break, we switch to the defensive side and get thoughts on the game from Dan Sorensen and Frank Clark. So, a lot of ground to cover. Let's get started.
1: Hey, Patrick. Um, as best you can, can you just try to explain what this week has been like for you? And, and can you also tell us just where you are in the concussion protocol process, if you're out or if you're if you're still in it? Yeah, I
2: actually uh, just got out of the protocol. Um, the week has just been. Uh, a bunch of testing, a bunch of uh, different things, just to make sure that I that I'm I'm good to go, and there's no lingering effects and anything like that. Um, but everything's been good, and I've I went through what all the uh, three four different doctors have said, uh, and everything's looked it looked well, and I'm out of it now.
3: Let's go next to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam.
4: Hey Patrick, um, I'm wondering if you could take us back to the moment that that happened. I mean, what was the feeling like, and what was the, the immediate aftermath like for you?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, we had an option play call that we had ran a little bit earlier in the game. Uh, I ran it out to the right. Um, obviously, got hit. Uh, tried to get up, felt my legs go out. Uh, knew that wasn't a good thing. Uh, so uh, I was able to get grabbed. I remember before going off the field, I was telling, uh, I was telling the guys, the the trainers, to let me stay there so Chad could warm up. I knew that we were about to go for on that fourth down. Um, then I went and uh, went to the, the the testing and everything like that.
3: Let's go next to Karen Kornacki. Good, Karen. Hi, Patrick. It's so good Hello. to see you. <laughs> Can you tell me just the attitude you've had that nothing was going to let you miss the AFC championship game, that determination that we know you so well for?
2: Yeah, I mean, you want to be out there, um, but you have, to, you have to go through the protocol and you have to do everything the right way. I mean, uh, you have to look at it long term as much as you look at it short term. And uh, with, with going to with the doctors, talking to all the doctors and going through the testing, uh, we, we have the belief that, I, that this will be no, no lingering effects and that I'll be able to go out there and be myself and be who I am every single week. Let's go next to Aaron Lath. Go ahead, Aaron.
5: Patrick, we've heard what you said in the past about Eric being a me, but now that kind of the coaching cycle is coming and going, I'm curious what your thoughts on, on him possibly being passed up for a coaching position again.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's, crazy. I guess that'd be the best word to, to describe it. I mean, uh, to see the stuff that comes out and then knowing the man that he is and the coach that he is every single day, um, you, you don't understand where the stuff comes from. Uh, you understand how, how great of a coach he is, how great of a person he is, how great of a leader he is. Um, and so uh, it's crazy that he hasn't got his chance to become a head coach, but I promise you he'll keep grinding and keep getting better and better and keep, keep helping us out, uh, which is the positive at the end of the day, and hopefully help us uh, continue to go to these AFC championship games and go into, uh, go into more Super Bowls.
6: Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. All right. I'll just have one quick thing after this. Um, Patrick, uh, in covering you the past couple of years, I mean, it, it's been pretty clear that you're like, you know, ultra competitive. You, you want to be out there. How difficult was this week with the biggest game of the season coming up to not be able to do certain things?
2: You, just have, to, you have to take it day by day. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, you can only control what you what you can control. And for me, that was coming in every single day with a positive attitude trying to make myself better, prepare myself as if I was going to play. Um, And, and luckily enough, I haven't had any symptoms and I'm able to play. Um, And so uh, I just, I just prepared myself and control what I could control. uh, And uh, luckily enough, we're at where we're at now.
6: And then just the other thing, it looked like you were a little bit hindered by your toe in that last game was wondering how you're feeling in that regard.
2: It's felt a lot better. I mean, uh, uh, the next day was very sore. And then every single day since then has, has gotten a lot better. And, uh, it's stuff it's that you, you deal with being a football player as you deal with injuries, and uh, luckily enough for me, this, it wasn't as bad as it looked, uh, and it felt that, that day of and that day after.
3: Got time for a couple more. We'll go Harold and then Sarin. Go ahead, Harold.
6: Patrick, glad you're feeling better, man. Uh, when it comes down to just preparing for the Bills, I know so much talk, talk has been about concussion protocol, but what have you actually seen out of the Bills that is uh, different what, what you faced in week six?
2: Yeah, I mean, even when we faced them in week six, that's a, that was a really good football team. And uh, they've continued to get better and better each and every week. And that's what you – when you're at this point in the season, you're playing great football teams. And so uh, they have great players at every single level uh, on their defense. Obviously, they have a tremendous offense. And uh, we expect them to, to come out and uh, be aggressive like they've been playing the last few weeks. And so we'll be prepared for uh, whatever they show us and try to counteract that with uh, our best foot forward and try to find a way to win a football game.
3: We'll go last to Sarin Petro. Go ahead, Sarin.
4: Uh Patrick, the the Texans job is still out there. This is in reference to your what you said about Eric Bienemy, Coach Bienname. There's reports that uh, Deshaun Watson has said Eric Biennamy is a guy he would like to have. I know you the quarterback club's a pretty tight group. Uh have you spoken with Deshaun? Will you speak with Deshaun? Is it something uh that that you'd have an interest in doing?
2: Yeah, I I talked to him uh last offseason. it's kinda of during the season you don't talk to those guys as much because obviously you're trying to go out there and win football games. Um, but uh, uh, maybe after the season, I might shoot him a text or something like that. But uh, I kind of let let that stuff kind of handle itself. Uh, I know Coach bien uh will, has done everything the right way and prepared himself to, to take whatever opportunity that is. Um, and if it happens, I, I'm very happy for him. If it doesn't, um, continue, he'll continue to grind and, and be a great offense coordinator for us. So uh, I'm, just, I'm just happy that he's getting these opportunities to go out there and interview. And hopefully one of these teams will be uh, smart enough to take him and to be the head coach of their football team.
3: Patrick, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you. All right, guys, we've got Dan Swanson. Hey, Coach,
3: we are ready whenever you are.
7: Okay. Um, so the guys that didn't practice today, uh, Le'Veon gave it a whirl. He just his knee. He's got a little bit of swelling on that. And um, and then Willie didn't practice. Everybody else did some form of practice today. So um, Patrick and Breland are still – and the pro- following the protocol and in the program there. So um, they'll get checked after this practice and then we'll see where we're at um, with that. So, but they both of them are out of practice day in practice. Anyways, by that time's yours. Well, first is to Todd Lebo. Go ahead,
3: Todd. So, Coach, I mean, you've been telling us about the protocol kind of day by day. This would be the fifth day, or is it safe to say they're in the fifth stage of the thing, and if they pass through today, they'll be cleared to play. And then I'd like to see how Clyde edwards is looking to
6: you and maybe a little bit on Patrick's foot as well.
7: Yeah, so um the guys have looked good. I've um The injured guys have all looked good. They've, they've uh, moved around uh with Clyde. I mean, you know, he he's done a nice job, to be specific. He's uh, been running around doing a good job. Kind of get back into the flow of things, but he's he's been doing well.
3: Go next to Aaron Ladd. Go ahead,
5: Aaron. Coach, third straight AFC title game. I'm wondering if you're if you think experience matters in these situations, or you take each game as its own unique opportunity and just take it in that
7: vacuum. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I think you do that. You, you've got to, probably a little bit of both. Um, it's good to have been there, but uh, on the other hand, uh, um, you know, it's a it's a new team and in this situation, and uh, you got. To, we gotta just play good football, I and mean, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, whether you've been here or not, you gotta.
3: Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam.
0: Hey, Andy. Was just wondering what Pat and also Bashad Breelan need to do to um, clear concussion protocol. Are there
7: specific things that they need to do to, yet to to do that? Yeah, it's uh, dealing with the doctors. So they they do their uh, that part of it, and then they they should be good. Uh, to go if they pass that part, I believe. So um, uh, that's, that's the next step.
3: Let's go next to Herbie Tiopi. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey coach, as a quick follow-up to Adam's question, uh, first off, good
5: afternoon. You mentioned they should be good if they pass the protocol. What's your optimism level like for these two?
7: Yeah, listen, I mean, it's, they they seem to be doing well. I guess that, I'm not a doctor, so they, they've got, a, they've been poked and pronged and done everything here, tested and retested so um we've got to go back through and do that now the final one and and just see where we're at but um they've done well and they've looked they've looked and act normal uh since they've been out here but uh, i rely on the docs so i'm not uh, i don't uh, say at all that i'm a i'm a medical expert by any means we'll go last to sarin petro Good ahead
4: uh, Coach, uh, missing practice or being a partial practice uh, for Patrick Mahomes—I assume every player is a little bit different—but uh, how much does that uh, affect him? How much does that worry you that that he didn't get the normal reps this week?
7: Yeah, listen, I think he—he's good. I mean, he—he he knows the offense uh, well enough and has had enough reps to where he'd be fine if that's—you know—if everything works out okay here, so he should be fine.
3: Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks
6: for joining us. are you, With Kizik Hans Free Shoes, Motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of Motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at PISIC.com slash socks.
0: Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news features and columns presented on the kansascity.com site and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at 50 bucks, unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash SportsBeatKCoffer to get this special offer, and as always, thanks for listening.
3: Ready for us? Always ready. All right. We'll start first with Aaron Ladd. Go ahead, Aaron.
5: Travis, first time we've talked to you since uh, Chiefs Kingdom came in and and repped you in that Walter Payton Man of the Year challenge. I just wondering what your your
8: message to them is. Man, I um, I love them for it, man. This uh, the the Kingdom is 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 undefeated when it comes to getting support uh, as as a player. I mean, what else what else can you ask for? Uh, a million votes. It's a humbling experience. <laughs> Uh, going through it all to, to even be honored in the Walter Payton man of the year um, nom- to be a nominee. And then on top of that, uh, to have that much support coming from the, uh, this fan base in this city, um, knowing that everything that uh, all the donations and everything are going right back to this city uh, because uh, they deserve it, man.
6: Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Travis through your seven years now, you've been quite in quite a few postseason games. I was wondering how you, make sure you stay to routine and maybe keep some of these younger guys down as they enter their first, like big, big experience.
8: Yeah. I mean, um, first thing is don't, don't try not to make it any bigger than a, than a regular football game, uh, emotions and, uh, the tension, everything like that can make a guy act on characteristic out there on the field. Uh, so just trying to be yourself, trying to make it as much of a, a, a regular game day experience for, for yourself going into it. Um, and then no, no, we belong, man. No, we belong. There were there were games in early on in my career in the postseason where you know I didn't quite feel like uh, I didn't have the confidence that that we belonged. And um and and right now uh, over the past few years, um we've built this this uh, this team to have uh, have a certain type of culture of, of confidence, knowing that uh, that we're going to put in the work throughout the week to be ready game day. And all we got to do is just be ourselves when we go out there. Go next to Sarin Petro. Good Sarin.
4: Travis, uh, there's been a, a lot of talk about you know winning games close, right And in, in the before you guys kind of sat everybody down ten in a row, but seven were by six or less. Uh, I get asked this all the time by people in other towns like, oh, are they out of sync? Are they what, – what, what's your – I mean, there's an adage, good teams find a way to win close games, right? And 10 in a row is 10 in a row. But for, for the people outside that maybe are, the, the tide is turning and you guys are no longer the upstart underdogs and they're looking for reasons to maybe pick against you guys, what, what's your explanation for why all those games ended up being uh, within a score?
8: Um, I don't think we put our best, uh, our best game out there. So, I mean, there's obviously those uh, – those red flags are those um, kind of—I um, don't know—opinions are thrown out there for reason, and uh, and 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 it's on us to make sure that we go out there and play our best. Uh, obviously, you know, you don't want to—you don't want a tight game. You want to put up fifty on everybody, but at the same time, you know, you're you're going to—you got to you gotta respect the team that you're going against. And uh, and and I think right now um, we've gradually started to become a, a better a better team all together where we play off of each other better. Um, offensive, defensive, and special teams is, is everything starting to come together like we uh, like we know how to play. And um and you know a lot of a lot of that has to do with the, the coaching that we have and the leadership that we have in this building. Um it's second to nobody. And uh and I'm just um I'm excited. I'm excited to get out there and 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 prove prove ourselves right and show everybody that uh that we are who we are. Let's go next to Therese Paler. Go ahead
1: Therese Hey Kels, how you doing, man? What's up, big dog? Hey man, I'm chilling. Uh, good to see you. Good to talk to you. Um, I got a question for you um, that I think you know is really right up your alley. And I know you know you're someone who takes a lot of pride in your background and being able to relate to different people. So here we go. Um, you know, there's a lot going on in the world, and people across multiple industries are trying hard to find common ground in these uh, to accomplish big goals in these trying times. Uh, especially in the NFL, right? <laughs> um, so my question for you is as a team captain, how do you guys maintain a healthy locker room or how did you maintain a high a healthy locker room amid a like a try in 2020? And what were some of the steps that you and you know the rest of the captains took to make sure um politics and that type of stuff never got in the way of the goal of winning and accomplishing what you needed to accomplish as a team?
8: Well, I think uh I think we got we got lucky with um with, from the top down, just having great guys in the locker room. Uh, you don't have that in, in, in every every locker room or every organization. And um, with that comes the understanding that people have different views, people have different um, ways of life. Uh, I know I, I grew up in a very, I was very fortunate the way I grew up to get that understanding at a young age, but not everybody has that. Um, but uh, we definitely have that here. Everybody respects each other. And that's where, first, it, 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 that's the biggest thing is, is that everybody respects each other as a man. And then on top of that, um, there's a culture here that's um, that's I don't want to say strictly business because we are uh, every bit of a brotherhood and a family, um, but at the same time, you know, we don't let those little things divide us. And uh, and I think it's a it's a huge tribute, and I think a lot of um, a lot of who we are is uh, is based off of the leadership that we have in this building, and it starts with uh, Coach Andy Reid, um, Clark Hunt. And and it trickles to to Spags and and Coach Eric Bieniemy guys that are um that hold us accountable on all aspects challenge the egos in this locker room to become better men and better football players, and and with that man there's just so much respect and so much uh, so much love for the guys around you that it's, uh, it's 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 hard to divide us, and and that's why I, I truly believe that when adversity hits you see us just gear it up another notch and get a little bit better, man, because we just uh we believe in each other and we and we believe in uh and what we stand for.
3: We've got time for three more. We'll go right down the line starting with Adam. Go ahead Adam.
8: Hey Travis, just curious to get your take on how Pat did at practice this week. Uh what would what, what'd you think? Um I mean uh he's flying around every every as much as he can. Um you know it's uh me personally I know that guy's a is a tough son of a gun. So he's he's gonna go out there and he's gonna try and you know get ready the 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 way he knows how which is take every rep as 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 if it's a game rep and um and his attention to detail his preparation throughout the week um you can see that uh, that all of that hasn't changed it's kind of just you know playing within the guidelines that he's been given knowing that he was in the concussion protocol or that he is in the concussion protocol and uh hopefully from there we can get him out there on Sunday but uh he's uh he's definitely uh working his tail off right now go next to Jory Epstein. Go ahead, Jory.
0: Travis, you mentioned some of the ways the organization broadly set the tone in terms of culture and for Therese's question, but specifically when it relates to social justice, what were some ways that you felt like Patrick really helped set that mood and whether it was over the summer with his advocacy or in the fall with the voter registration? And and what message did that send throughout the locker room as y'all are trying to do what you can on the field, but also be involved in society?
8: Yes. Um, well, Patrick did, did an unbelievable job of just starting the conversation. Um, him and Ted Cruz, um, our, our, our president, um, Mark, is a, all of them have, have done an unbelievable job of just getting the, the conversation started and let, and let everybody know that we do want to do something about the social justice issues that are going on in this country, especially here in our community where we have the most influence. And, um, and Patrick and, uh, and Tyron Matthew were the leaders in that regard. And, uh, and we love them for it because all, all they really did was bring us together, uh, knowing how everybody felt about the situation um, and, and and knowing that football is, is it's made up of people from all over the country, you know, and, and all, all different upbringings. Um, so when you come together, uh, when it's when it's difficult times like that or, or conflicting times like that, um, you know, it's just uh, it, ma- it makes it a lot stronger for sure. We'll go last to Nick Jacobs. Good Nick.
2: Travis, I'm curious, where did you get the t-shirt and what made you decide to wear it today? Because that looks like the 1993 offensive line that played the Bills last time.
8: Man, I, I got a I got a soft spot for the old linemen, man. My brother's one and uh, I still don't think old linemen get enough credit. My guy, man, we got Tim Grunhart on here. We got uh, Willie Sh- Willie Shields, man. Listen, this uh this is the old school, you know, what everybody, everybody, at least uh, in my my childhood, my age group growing up. Um, everybody knew about this offensive line, man, and uh, just showing love to to the old guys and, uh, and letting them know we still love them, and um, just representing Chiefs Kingdom the way I, the way I know how, man. Travis, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Love of course, guys. Have a good one. Hey Dan, you ready for us? Yeah,
6: ready to go. All right, uh, we'll start first with Harold Koontz. Go ahead, Harold. Hey Dan, so there's this big thing yesterday with Daryl Williams. He's Dirty Daryl Williams, but you're also known as Dirty Dan. So I just want to know who who's the best Dirty. D, if you will, of the of the punch here. You are you or Daryl? Uh, it's not like
9: a competition or anything. He's a great player. Just, uh, I guess happened to have the same nickname.
3: Let's go next to Aaron Ladd. Go ahead, Aaron.
9: I
5: imagine you're not a very popular man in Cleveland this week. Can you take us through that play and just what happened when you watched the replay? Um, are you
9: talking about the goal line?
5: Yeah. Oh, okay.
9: Um, no, uh, you know, football is all about um, – you know, reaction and, and split second, um, you know, decisions and things like that. And, that, you know, um, that was one of those plays where um, you, you just kind of leave everything out uh, on the field and, and you're just trying to make a play that, um, you know, uh, he's going for the, the goal line and you're trying to stop him. And that, that's just kind of how that play went. Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam.
0: Hey, Dan, are there things that, you've learned from Tyron Matthew and the time he's been here, That have really helped you out, become a better player. The things you can point to um, that that you you can say, yeah, that's made me a better player. Uh,
9: There's a lot of things. Uh, Tyron's a a phenomenal defensive player. I mean, you, if if I could pick one guy to play every position, um, you know, it'd be him because um, he has so many tools um, available to him. Um, He's smart he's a very cerebral player. He plays with great eyes and instincts and, and things like that. And so, yeah, you know, just, just practicing with him. I think what he does best is he elevates um, everybody around him because um, he he communicates. Um, he's got great preparation um, and great instincts. And so he, he can help you be in the best position. He can make up for guys that make mistakes. Um, and so I, I love playing with him and practicing with him and Next to Matt, Derek. Go
6: ahead, Matt. Hey Dan, it just seems like whenever there's a big play, you so always seem to be somewhere near the football. Um, The divisional round last year, you know, you've had late interceptions. What is it about big moments and big games that gets you going? And and Brad, I'll have a follow-up.
9: Yeah, you know, I'm just a guy that that tries to do things right. I try and play with um, with great energy and great effort, and you know, um, those those plays kind of just come. You know, you don't go out looking, you know, to make the big play, sometimes just being in the right spot and doing the right thing, they'll, they'll come to you.
6: And how do you balance the workload? Because, you know, you're, you've been a starter on defense this year. You're a four-phase special teams guy. Probably nobody in the league takes more snaps than you do. How do you, how do you handle that workload?
9: Um, just day in and day out, uh, being focused um, and efficient with my time. Everybody's got the same amount of time, um, you know, and I just try and use it the best – that I can, um, whether that's studying, whether that's taking care of my body so that, you know, I can take, you know, let's say some extra snaps or, or what have you. And, um, yeah, that's just, you know, I don't, I don't count snaps or I don't, you know, I, I just focus in on what I'm asked to do. Good time for a couple more. We'll go Sarin and then Nate. Go ahead, Sarin.
4: Dan, kind of a, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of along that, that same line, I that, think that there's quite a bit of modesty there on, on your part and how you're answering that. I mean, that is a lot to, to do and, and being around the ball is a product of, of knowing where the ball is going, right? So can you give us like, like a timeline, like what, what kind of time it does take to put in, to have the knowledge you have to, to you know, on all the as Matt said, the, the, the four-phase special teams, the defense, like what kind of, what kind of study time is actually involved uh, that you, at least you put in?
9: Yeah. You know, I would answer that question with a, with a, uh, kind of a bigger picture. Um, it's years, right. It's, it's years of study, years of practice, years of, of pounding away, doing the right things, technique and, 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 um, study goes along with that. Um, so yeah, you know, I, you know, you form habits and, and routines and you stick to them and you find out what works and you learn from guys around you. And, um, and you continue to try to get better. Um, and um each year, you know, I feel like I've uh, you improve and, and you learn new things and you can um adapt and grow. And um that's kind of what I, I try and do day in and day out. So it's more of a daily um you know, thing and, and that builds up over time to eventually give you, you know, some some real results. I'll
3: go last to Nate Taylor.
1: Go ahead, Nate. Hey Dan I have two quick questions for you. Just what do you feel you've gotten better at this season, given all of that experience? And just what have been your impressions of luxurious Knee given the role he's had this year as a rookie?
9: Um yeah, you know, I think um for, for me this year, um experience, right? Um it, it goes a long way. Um, you know, I had an opportunity um to play in the postseason last year and and you know, play in the Super Bowl and and gain a lot of experience. Um from that. And I've, you know, I've, I've, carried it on, uh, to this year. Um, and then LJ has been, um, he's been fun to watch. He's, he's, he's been a guy that's, that's grown tremendously. He's got, um, some great talent, some really, um, good skills. And, uh, but, but what I, what I love about LJ is he's humble and he works hard and he's coachable. And if you got a guy that that's got the talent that he does, that, uh, can approach the game the way that he's done this year um the sky's the limit for him and uh we're excited for him and um you know he, he he's another guy that that uh that makes plays you know wherever he, he's at um he he makes a big play and so it's been fun to watch him grow um this year and and hopefully he can continue to to grow
3: dan we appreciate the time thanks for joining us yes. hi frank are you ready yeah i gotta do it. good we'll start first with miss karen Cornacki. go
1: ahead karen
0: that was a great move, like a jack of the box. Good <laughs> you
3: job. Like,
1: you, you like that entrance?
3: I, I love that entrance. Yeah, Thank you for making entrance, my day.
1: Right. Oh yeah, that's a Friday entrance for you right
3: Our, Hey Frank, I just want your take on studying Josh Allen. Do you see a difference? Can anything from that game that week back in week six from that game, can anything in that game help you as you see him progress for this one?
1: Um yes, um, you know. Hats off to him. He had a hell of a season, um, you know, leading that that Bills team to where they are. Him and, you know, with the help of, of course, he got um, a lot of help around him. Um, You know, Stephen Diggs, um, you know, um, they had that running back punch, the one-two punch. But, um, you know, that quarterback, he's, man, he's doing everything right right now. Um, But I see a lot of similarities with him and, um, you know, the Chiefs team from, what, two years ago when when Pat was having that, uh, you know, when when the whole Pat thing started kicking off, actually, when everybody, you know, was just so, you know, hyped about the Chiefs when they were 12-0, and all, I believe. Um, you know, that season going into Seattle, all that stuff, whatever. But, um, and I kind of see a lot of similarities, just the plays he's making, the plays falling down, making throws still, um, the plays he's making on his feet um, and just how they basically putting the game in his hands. Um, he's just been doing a lot to, to help them win. And, um, you know, yeah, just studying stuff. From last game, you know, you know, you try to eliminate the mistakes um, and clean up all the plays that you didn't make.
3: Connects to Herbie T.O.P. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Frank. How
5: indicative of that Friday entrance, that, that, the energy you just showed there, how indicative is that of the atmosphere in the locker room as, as you prepare to face the, the Bills in the big game with the winner
1: the right to go to the Super Bowl? How loose is it there? Um, I, I say it's loose, but it's a, it's, it's like a focused type of mentality. Um, Everybody – the mindset is is stuck on, you know, winning the AFC championship. You know, um, it's not on winning the Super Bowl. Um, those are future plans, like, you know, as I say. But um, it's, it's stuck on winning, you know, the Lamar Harton trophy, you know, and keeping that trophy here in KC. Um, I feel like everybody's on the same page. And when you have everyone on the same page and you see it in practice, you see it um, running around, you know, through your effort, through your teammates' effort, through the guys around you, it makes you be more confident. That's what brings out the confidence in the uh, player, but then also as a team, you know, when you see everybody around you um, on the same court. Steve Walls. Good, Steve. Hey, what's up, Frank? How you doing, Steve? I'm good. Uh, I mean, I heard guys like Hitch talk about the fact that Spags has given you guys a key, so to speak, to go out there and, and be yourselves and just play ball. Uh, my question for you is how important is the fact that he just lets you guys play and make sure you guys have the "beat your man and we win mentality? Man, um it's very important. Um as a as a player, all you all you want is a coach, um, like Coach Spags, you know, as a player's coach that who understands you um and then who wants to put you in the best position, you know, so that your team so that you can help your team win football games. Um you know, I play for a lot of coaches, you know, um high school, college, things like that. I'm not saying that, you know, it's they were bad, but I'm not saying also that their intentions were to bring out the best in their players, you know, and um I can say that for sure with Coach Spags, you know, his intentions. Um, you know, they're not negative or nothing like that. You know, his intentions are solely to, you know, have the best defense on that field, in the, um, you know, so that we're not giving up points so that we can have fun and, you know, let our offense do what they do. We'll go right down the line with the final four, starting with
3: Todd Lebo. Go ahead, Todd. Hey, Frank, you talked a little bit earlier about Josh Allen. Just tell me a little bit about the challenge of facing a quarterback of his size, right? A lot of times you go back there and you're way bigger than the dude you're trying to tackle. He's a pretty big cat. What okay, sort of yeah. challenge is that?
1: What's his what's his dimension? I don't remember. You know, you got me uh, close. 65 six five, two fifty or something like that. 6'5", 237. I will tell you that I had to hit Ben Roethlisberger a few years ago, and I got a yeah. Might have got a little slight concussion from that, but yeah, um, he ain't the biggest quarterback, but he's uh he's a hell of a tackle, man. Like I said, the kid, he plays with great effort, and when, if you watch him and you watch how, you know, when he's playing, um. Um, it's just his effort, man. He, he's a baller. I mean, I, you know, his hat's off to him. Like I said, you know, you, you, you want that type of guy and, you know, um, leading your team. If, if if you're an offensive player or a defensive player and you're not a quarterback, you want that type of quarterback leading your team. So man, it's it's not, it's not about him being a tough tackle or anything like that. I just feel like he does his job. You know, I think people, they see him as a quarterback. They see him like, you know, the sliding thing and he, Man, you see that boy drop his shoulder so many times and man, stiff-warming guys and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just it's just about making the play when you get there.
3: Go next to Aaron Ladd.
1: Go ahead,
5: Aaron. Travis talked about this a little bit, and even you touched on it in a previous answer, just understanding that it's just a game and taking it one game at a time. Is there anything that you think back to or kind of that helps focus you if you get a little jittery before the game starts?
1: Oh, uh, man, um, before the game, I mean, I don't really – Get jittery and stuff like that. Like, I'm, I really have fun doing this. Like, it's not a hard thing. It's not a hard job. You know what I mean? It's It's hard to win championships and to do stuff like that. But to do something you love to do, like to go out every day around some guys, you know, with the same goal as myself, um, that's the joy. I don't come to work and have problems like a lot of these other guys have when they come to coming to work and not loving what they do or not loving the people they're around. You know, like I love being around my players, you know, my guys and my coaches. And. You know, I just love playing football. So, you know, it ain't no jittery thing. I mean, it's the playoffs and you know, um, you know, championship opportunities. So, you know, emotions are gonna always rise and things like that are gonna always happen. But you gotta have fun. You gotta remember why you're doing it. You know, you gotta remember it's kids watching your people's. Yeah, you might have kids, you know, they watching you. So when you remember why you really doing it and you're doing it for those people and you know for the um you know for the sake of yourself, you know got to loosen up and have a little bit more fun
3: the last two Pete and sarin go ahead pete
6: frank i think it was recently before a game you posted a gif to twitter of just sharks swimming in the water i was wondering what happens to you and your psyche and from saturday to sunday as you kind of flip that switch
1: oh man i go through so many different emotions and changes man you know and um yeah just kind of my mind be everywhere man i kind of I love it so much. I love this game so much, you know, and I, I I put so much, like, of my time and my effort and just my heart into it. It's just like, man, I just, man, it's Saturday to Sunday is a weird transition because it happens around, like, that afternoon. It's that evening, Saturday evening. is kind of when I kind of, the switch kind of flips, I guess, where kind of only thing I care about is winning. <laughs> the only thing I really care about is winning at that point and being the best um and if i'm not shit, i'm mad at myself and you know if i don't win you know i'm mad at myself still you know so it's kind of one of those things i'm just a, a competitive man i only care about winning um especially at this point like i only care about winning being the best i can be for my teammates and uh shit, doing it again on repeat
4: we'll go last to sarin petro good Seren. all right and brad if i could get a quick follow-up on this as well Um uh... A lot of close games uh for this team, you know, not the last game, right? When when everybody was sat down, but last seven games were within one score. That that's that's a big topic outside of Kansas City, right? That's kind of one of the national themes. You guys aren't the 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 little underdogs maybe that you were last year, right? Now you're the big bad boys that have already won it. And so people are looking for reasons to to pick other teams. The reason they land on a lot is that you guys played a lot of close games uh coming down the stretch. I'm just curious what, what what's your, what what's your feeling about playing those close games.
1: Yeah, I think close games, they really build character for real. When you when you when you play in games, man, I ain't gonna mention no teams and no names. But when you when you playing against teams or you playing in games where you're not challenged, it's gonna affect you in the later half of the season. And I didn't what I didn't play football my whole man, my whole life. I watched it happen on a professional level on, at a high level I've been playing for the last six years. And I've watched it happen all six years where teams come out. Or, or, or players or individuals, where they come out and they on this high, you know, and they can't keep this high going, you know, they can't keep that going into the weeks, into the latter half of the season, because of, you know, like, man, it's just crazy. You, you watch it so much, it, it, it's like the more, the further you go on, and the, you know, you know, in our league, and the more, it changes, like the more it happens.
4: And then uh, secondarily, you've answered the questions about Josh Allen. They've gotten to where they're a lot like your offense. They, they won't run it. Uh, they don't think that's the way to go. They've got all those wideouts. outs. Uh, is it safe to say this is a game that, that you and the D-line have to come up big to, for the Chiefs to win?
1: Um, yeah, I think it's safe to say that. I think it's safe to say that every game, um, if you don't put the pressure on the D-line, um, on your on the front line, um, defensive line and the O-line, I feel like if you don't put the game on our shoulders, um, it's going to be a long one every week. And, um, you know, it's been times throughout the season where we showed that, you know, where the D-line didn't necessarily play as well. and you see how hard we kind of, could have made a game you see times where the D-line might have played you know better together um, did did more to help the team and um, you see the results of those games but I just feel like I feel like the defensive line is the heart of the team and I feel like we got to do everything we can to um, you know win this game and um, you know take it on the win you know you know run it back so it's just it's just it's about man it's about one thing honestly this weekend it's about how good the team is going to play and that's all I you know honestly care about Frank, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you, Doc.
0: That'll do it for today and this week. Thanks to our production staff and everyone who helps make Sportsbeat KC happen. Derek Donovan, Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, Chris Fickett, and Savannah Smith. Links to stories about the Chiefs can be found in the show notes and on kansascity.com. Hey, we have another deal for you, especially for those who want to deep dive into the Stars' terrific Chiefs coverage. For a limited time, you can subscribe to Sports Pass for $0.99 cents a month. That's right, 99 pennies a month. After three months, it auto-renews at $5.99 a month, unless you cancel. How do you get it? Go to kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. That's kansascity.com sportspass2020. Do you want more than just sports coverage? Check out the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports news features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing you got all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional news, sports, and business coverage with the E edition. The details for all of these deals can be found at account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. If you're having trouble hunting down any of these offers, just send me an email, bkirkoff at kcstar.com, and I will get you to the right place. So whether it's the sports pass or the full subscription, you're getting in supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports BKC. KC, Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Monday to break down the AFC championship game.